This week on the podcast. The Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. It's the 2020 Game Awards Prediction Special. Nice. Why did I put so much emphasis on podcast? I don't know. gentlemen welcome to the great lakes gaming podcast and the fourth annual game awards prediction special my name is dan allen i'm joined today by fellow predictor nicholas cartier like nostradamus like nostradamus uh a great year to predict video games cartier uh it's great to be here on this snowy sunday it it's not snowy. Why did I think it was snowy? I don't know. I'm not going to fucking go back and redo it, I'll tell you that much. I was, uh... <laughs> it might be snowy in the morning. It might be. Yeah. yeah. Monday morning, they say. Mm-hmm. November 29th, 2020. We are just 11 days before the Game Awards. Maybe 10. Maybe math. I don't know. But I can tell you, we're here for business, Take Cartier. We're here to predict some games. Do some things. Do what we always do. Uh... But before we do anything, it's time for the not longest running segment in Great Lakes Gaming history. And that's uh, Swamp Thing Speaks. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> this has been Swamp Thing Speaks. Thank you. I didn't prepare for that segment. It just felt right. Cartier... Uh, like I said, a lot of awards to get through this year. The Game Awards, Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley presents the Game Awards. It's coming up. He, my dog is so pooped. He is pooped. He's like, oof. <laughs> he flopped. A lot like this intro is flopping coat here. Let me tell you. I like it. That's good. <laughs> Just, it's chill. It's decent. It's you, know what, you know what day tomorrow is? What day is tomorrow? Monday. I really don't know. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah! I told, Cartier, I totally fucking knew, obviously. <laughs> Playing a little game with you. Holy shit. Happy almost your birthday, Cartier. Uh, wow. I know, I have to work. It sucks. It's fucking magical. Damn, you can take it off. 39. Oh. 30,000 years old. Nice. Yeah. You beat me. You beat me to it. Tell me how that dirty 30 feels when you get to it. Probably dirty. Probably about the same. Uh... Yeah, no, that's fucking still, exciting. Still gonna be 2020? Cartier, if you think I'm not gonna fucking predict as hard as I fucking would anyways, you're crazy. You think that this is... <laughs> you viciously, viciously drinks water. If you think that maybe I'm gonna say, oh, uh, you know, fucking Counter-Strike is best esports game. What a cheap shot. It's like one of the longest reigning great esports games. <laughs> If you think I'm gonna fucking do some shit like that, you're off your load. Could have taken this cheap shot at League of Legends though. I didn't. Mm. Cartier. There's, there, there's still time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Enough bullshitting around. Let's let's talk about what this actually is. So there's many categories. Um, I think I counted a week ago and it was something like 28. I don't know. We'll go through them. 
different categories um, that would be presented December 10th, simulcast from three different cities, Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards. I don't know if it's like the sixth annual. Fourth time we've done predictions on it. Uh, and how it works is we're going to go back and forth of who chooses first, but we're going to predict who are the winners for every single category from Game of the Year to whatever weird added that year category. Yes, we're going to do the eSports ones. No, we don't know shit about eSports. It's going to be fucking magical, though. Uh, plus, we got some special questions, some long shots. Uh, winners in the past, if you want to go back and check it out, most of these episodes are pretty well-labeled, Cartier. Um, the first one's 2017, and it's the least well-labeled. That one's Ruben Jenny. What a great episode. <laughs> That's the first um, Game Awards result special. That one's won by... Friend of the podcast, Trey Grunstadt, 2017. 2018. Do you remember who won 2018? Um, I, uh, you? It was Nicholas Cartier. Oh. And that's the first one called the Game Awards Prediction Special. <laughs> uh, and Kyle is quoted as calling you an arsehole. Yeah. Yeah, I added back. Makes sense. Went back to find the winners, and he just notably says arsehole. 2019 was won by friend of the podcast, D'Angelo Martin. Barely beating out... Do you know who got second place? Uh, the Unknown Predictor. Uh-huh. D'Angelo Martin not returning this year. Clearly he was too good at predicting. The Unknown Predictor. Back for vengeance, though. Uh, once again, I do think too good at predicting, but contractually we were obligated. We signed the two-year deal. It was actually a one-year deal, but like 300... It's weird how contracts work. No, leap years. Uh... But let's begin, like we've always begun, Cartier, which is with the least exciting categories. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Normally we do, I should say this, long shots are the separate questions, and then the actual predictions are a set of questions. The predictions are worth three points, right? Mm-hmm. Long shots are worth one point. And normally we do long shots uh, weeks before at a separate time. So I guess we should actually start with the long shots. Yeah. That's what I fucking say. One point each... Nicholas Cartier, call this coin in the air, heads or tails, and then whoever gets it gets to choose first or second. How about that, Cartier? Sure. Vamp for me. What you been playing? I'm just joking. Pretty much, uh, if you do want to listen to the podcast, then you can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Or the past. Google, Google, Google Play. We're on Stitcher, Castro. Are the past Game Awards prediction specials? Oh, you can definitely find them and more. Shows? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, relive them. Plug, 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 plug. Hey, Cartier, call in the air. Heads or tails? Uh, tails. We didn't agree if I should flip it or not, but I did. And it's heads. Oof. I want... I will go second. Okay. Meaning, uh... So you have to answer this first question first, Cartier. Yes. Will any form... Of a remastered or repackaged Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead Redemption 2 be shown? Yes. Cartier says yes. See, when we flipped a coin, people were like, why are you flipping a coin? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. I don't want my predictions to change based on what you predict, but sometimes. Oh, yeah, no. I say no, even though I think yes. But I kind of think no. I don't know. To me, will Silent Hill reveal itself? Man, 
Let's say yes. It's time, right? Cartier? Will Silent, mm. Will Silent Hill reveal itself? Uh, I'll say no. I'll be the opposite side of the coin. Whoa. Mr. Cartier, will Elden Ring give us a specific release date, month, day, and year? Um, no. Can I elaborate? Or yeah, can I elaborate good. after you pick yours? Oh, okay, for sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also going to say no. But go ahead. Because people just love the fall 2021 mm-hmm, sure, logo. Sure, sure. Think of the font they can use. That'll be nice. <laughs> It'll be beautiful. I like the very difficulty of the one-point questions, by the way. Because some of these are like, month, day, and year. And some of them are like, will, will Kenny Omega make an appearance? AEW Games. Oh wait, this is me first. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'll say yes. Cartier, you gonna say yes too? Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Will Munchie from Dragon Quest Eight make an appearance? I wrote seven. Mm. The mouse. I'm gonna say no. Ride or die. I gotta say yes, Cartier. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> will we see a known video game character wearing? A pandemic-inspired uh, mask. Will we see a known video game character? It's me first. Okay. Um, Y'all yeah, gonna say no, Cartier? What will you say? I'm gonna hit it with the yeah. Yeah. For sure. Will George R.R. R. Martin reveal himself? Will he reveal himself, meaning, will we see his face? I want to see that face. It's on me. It, it is, yes. Uh, yeah. Ooh. <sighs> I'm gonna say no. I'll say no, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me first. Will Jeff cry? Respectfully. Will Jeff Keeley cry? Um, I will say yes. I'll say he'll be brought to tears of joy. I'm gonna say no. Nice. No matter what he cries, I'll take the points. But I do think it's gonna be yeah. out of joy. He's gonna bring people together. Something. I don't know. Will, G- will GTA 6 reveal itself, Cartier? No. Hmm. Dude, I'm gonna say no also. Will a character bite a piece of fruit? That's on me, right? I will say no. So, I guess... I have a question. Yes. Alright. So, my question is... Is it a bite, or can they put the whole fruit in their mouth? I will count. I would say, as far as this question goes, if you hadn't asked that question, I would count them biting it once the whole thing's in their mouth. Because they still have to bite it, you know what I mean? Right, you like so take like, a, you like take a bite for for instance. Oh, you're saying bite into what if he's for, the whole for thing? Instance, I got you. What if uh yeah? What if they're showcasing Wadham? Mm-hmm. 
and you're eating the right. That's not that's not biting into. That's I not suppose. biting into. Damn. I think that's how we rule that, and probably yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Will we see Isabel and Tom Nook? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, Cartier says yes as well. All right, ridiculous questions out of the way. Now to some serious shit, Cartier. Best esports host. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's that time of year when I have to try and say people's names. For best esports host, here are your options, sir. Is it FG Shocks Deporter? Damn, that's the worst one. Alex Machine Richardson? Alex Golden Boy Mendez, James Dash Patterson, or Jerrion Shiver Van der Heijen. And I don't mean that guy's name is the worst name. I mean, that was the one I was going to pronounce the worst of those five. Yeah. But pretty much Shocks Machine Golden Boy Dash Shiver. Also, I had to say Shocks last year. 100%. Yeah. Um, wait, who answered Isabel? You have to answer this one first, sir. Um... I'll go with Golden Boy. Hell yeah. I went with Golden Boy last year and he let me down. So I'm going to give it to Shock. You know, just because I feel bad about the name thing. Me not being able to do it. Best esports event, Cartier. Also, Golden Boy, my guy. <laughs> Best esports event Blast Premier Spring E2020 European Finals for CSGO. Is it. Call of Duty League Championship 2020. Is it IEM Katowice 2020 for CSGO? League of Legends World Championship 2020. Or the Overwatch League Grand Finals. European Finals for CSGO. Call of Duty League Finals. IEM Katowice for CSGO. League of Legends World Championships. Overwatch Grand Finals. And I'm first. I am going to say... Yo, what do I, I mean, fuck, what do I think about is two CSGO things. Look how I shit on CSGO earlier. Fucking. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, uh, let's go, uh, Overwatch. I'm going to go, uh, Duty. The Duty, the duty. Mr. Cartier. Best esports team, Nicholas, is it Damwon Gaming for League of Legends? Dallas Empire, Call of Duty. San Francisco Shock, Overwatch League, G2 Esports, League of Legends, Team Secret, Dota 2. Mm. I can name them again. Yeah. Uh, Damwon Gaming, Dallas Empire, San Francisco Shock, G2 Esports, Team Secret. I can also like show you this too, as we do. Um, I'll go with G2. G2 Esports. I think they've won in years past. I'm going to go for Team Secret. It's just a great name. God, that's a good That's good branding to me. Like, so, they, it's so mysterious. They got me buying the shirt. Team Secret? Perfect. Best Esports Athlete. Is it Ian Crimsix Porter? Call of Duty. Heo Showmaker Sue. League of Legends. Kim Canyon Jean Boo. League of Legends. Anthony Shotzi Cuevas Castro. Castro. 
Call of Duty. I blew that cartoon. Or is it Matthew Zewu? Her bout. Crimsix, Showmaker, Canyon, Shotzi, Zewu. You would say Zewu there, right? Zawu. I think it's me first this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who better than Canyon? Kim Canyon. And I'm gonna go uh, Crim Six. Crim Six. You first for this one, sir. Best esports game is it? Call of Duty: Modern Warfare from Infinity Ward, Raven, and Activision. Is it Counter Strike: Global Offensive from Valve? Is it Fortnite from Epic Games? Is it League of Legends from Riot Games? Is it Valorant, also from Riot Games? Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, Fortnite, League of Legends, Valorant. Best esports game of the year. Mm. I guess this one's going to be a long shot for me. I'm going to say Valorant. I'm also real sad Apex is not any of these ones. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. Just for the esports so far. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder what the Apex esports scene's like right now. Growing, hopefully. Yeah. Slowly. Um, I mean, well, I mean, not to take it aside, but you know what else is interesting as far as esports goes? Like, maybe I'm not really sure what exactly is like, is all the fighting game community stuff not esports? It's still esports, right? Because normally Evo, Evo would be on best esports event and shit. Yeah. Technically, I think. Right. Interesting. Always kind of shafted the fighting game community. Oh, yes. You said Valorant, right? Yeah. I put it down for my name because I'm a cheater. Uh, Best esports game? You know, I threw the shade. That's, once again, make it right. Counter-Strike, CSGO. (laughs) Content Creator of the Year, presented by Adobe. Is it Alana Pierce? Nick Merckx? Tim the Tatman? J. Ann Lopez, Valkyrie. Normally I judge by the one that you know. It's usually the one that's going to win when I'm talking to myself in my head. Yeah. I know two this time. Uh, but I get to go first. So I'm going to go, I draft. <laughs> I'm going to go Alana Pierce. Hmm. And uh, give me them again. So it is Alana Pierce, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman. Jan Lopez Valkyrie. I think I'm gonna have to go Tim. Tim the Tim. That's the only one I know. That's the other one. Cartier. Time to get in some games we know, some games we don't know, some games we haven't heard of, but we're still gonna predict on. I think. Cause when I was looking through some of these, I'm like, ooh, and then uh, if I had to explain what that game was, I don't know. Cartier, best debut game. Is it Carry On from Phobia Game Studio and Devolver? Is it Mortal Shell from Cold Symmetry Play, Cold Symmetry and Playstack? I'm sorry, I'm trying to think about moving this again without watching it. Is that's, it that's better? Is it wrote Raji, an ancient epic from Nodding Heads Games? Is it Roki from Polygon? Treehouse slash CI games? Or is it Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games? Best debut game. Is it me? Yes. It is me. Yes. Um, fuck, I'm gonna have to say Carrion. 
I was thinking, Carrion, when I had to read this list, Cartier, I realized, like, oh, Phasmophobia, like, um, somebody asked me about that, and I'm like, oh, I do not know about this, but apparently it was killing Twitch, I'm gonna pick Phasmophobia, I know very little about it, I think it's, like, a ghost game that's been popping out on Twitch where you're using a microphone, holy shit, I'm out of the know, people <laughs> to like, I know exactly what Phasmophobia is, but let's pick that, uh, I do remember the... Ancient Epic one, that's the one where it was like, we saw something like that from Stadia, where it's like, it looked sick, but it was like authentic Indian culture or something like that, where it was like doing it right. I mean, YouTube was trying to give me a free Stadia again. Oh, man. Did you get it? They're like, just put in your credit card information. Please. Best multiplayer, Nicholas Cartier. I will go first. Mm-hmm. It is, what is it? It's Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo. Among Us from Inner Sloth. Call of Duty Warzone from all those people. <laughs> Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Mediatonic and Devolver. And Valorant from Riot Games. Hmm. That's so tough. That's so tough for me. That's, that's a lot of good games. Best multiplayer. Well, I, I would never thought that this was the year where I'm like, I've actually played a lot of the best multiplayer <laughs> nominations. Yeah. Hmm. Man, Cartier, I'm genuinely thinking about it. So, God, I, I, yeah, I don't even want to talk it out. We can talk it out afterwards. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Among Us. What do you think? Well, I'm looking at it. Man, it's like mm. it's a hard choice. I guess I'm going to have to go with Animal Crossing. Nice. Oh, man, yeah. Like, in my heart, I want it to be Fall Guys, for the record. Yeah. But it's probably going to be Call of Duty. I, th- I think it's probably not Fall Guys or Valorant. I think I don't think it's Valorant. Valorant. It's wild Valorant's like popping up on these game of the year things. I think it was like real. I think the hype's dead a little bit, but I think it was big for a second apparently. I know there's a kid at my work that plays it. Yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. I'd heard the hype had died a little, but I don't think it's for any negative reason. Best sports slash racing game, Cartier. Is it Dirt 5 from Codemasters slash Codemasters Cheshire? (laughs) I wasn't going to read the Cheshire, then I realized the next one was just regular Code. Okay. Is it F1 2020, also from Codemasters Birmingham, slash Codemasters? Is it FIFA 2021 from EA? EA Vancouver. EA. EA. God damn it. Is it NBA 2K21 from Visual Concepts? 2K. Is it Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Vicarious Visions, Activision? Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Best sports and racing game of the year, Cartier. FIFA. FIFA. I gotta, I gotta go with Tony. But, uh, but you know what I kind of think? What if 2K steals it? It's like my heart wanted Tony. Tony! And then, like, I was like, it could... Could be NBA. Could be NBA. But fucking FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about FIFA 21, though. 
Ow. It's probably, it's probably fun. Best sim slash strategy game. Crusader Kings 3 from Paradox Development Studio Paradox. Desperados 3 from Me 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 Games, THQ Nordic. Gears Tactics, Splash Damage, slash The Coalition. Gears Tactics is on this, whoa. <laughs> uh, oh, that was Gears Pop I'm thinking of. Okay, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Gears Tactics, probably fine. Microsoft Flight Simulator from Asobo Xbox Game Studios. Or is it XCOM Chimera Squad Phyraxis 2K? Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, XCOM Chimera Squad. This is me first, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Whoa. Damn, dude. I'm going to go with Crusader Kings 3. But it's tough. I'm going to go with uh, XCOM. Whoa, nice. I, I thought about Flight Simulator, Cartier. I hope it wins. I, I, it might. Going with XCOM Chimera Squad. See, it's like during these things, I no longer go with my hearts because, like, I'm trying to win. Woo! <laughs> You've tasted victory before, Cartier. You're trying to be the first one to do it twice. So true. Um, I was first there, right? Yeah. You are first for best family game, Cartier. Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo. Oof. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. Toys for Bob, Activision. Oof. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout Mediatonic slash Devolver. Oof. Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit. Valon Studios, Nintendo. Who put that on there? Minecraft Dungeons. Mahjong, Double Eleven, Xbox Game Studios. Oof. Paper Mario, The Origami King. Intelligent Systems, Nintendo. Oof. Did I ever tell you I played Minecraft Dungeons a little bit? Really? Yeah. Was it good? D'Angelo, yeah, you liked it. Hmm. I liked it too. Animal Crossing, Crash, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Minecraft Dungeons, Paper Mario. Who put that on there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Animal Crossing. AC says NC. See what I did there? There's a, lot, there's a lot of good ones on there. Six nominees this time. You've doubled down on Animal Seriously, Crossing. Seriously, like, who put a... Uh... We'll put Mario Kart on. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Right. Like, the thing about Family Game and Fall Guys is... Your guy's falling. Fa- I mean, distance Family Game. Like, if you have same... There's no multiplayer. There's no local multiplayer. Yeah. But it's good for the whole family. <sighs> Minecraft Dungeons. Best fighting game. Oh. Is it Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? Arc System Works. Is it Mortal Kombat 11? Ultimate. From NetherRealm Studios. WB Games. Street Fighter V. Champion Edition. Dimps. Capcom. Is it One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows? <laughs> Spike Chunsoft, Bandai Namco. Is it Undernight in Birth, X Late? Wow, I don't know how to say that one. Controller. French Bread, Arc System Works, French Bread. Damn, I have to pick first for this one? Yeah. Look at, there's like two special editions. Yeah. 
and One Punch Man. <laughs> well, it's probably because I think Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is older question mark, so is this like ongoing? No, these are all new. Hmm. Fudge, fudge. I honestly don't want to give it to Mortal Kombat. I'm going to go to Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I'm going to regret it. I'm going One Punch Man. One Punch Man for three potential points. Best role-playing game, you first, Mr. Cartier. Is it Final Fantasy VII Remake, Square Enix? Is it Genshin Impact from MiHoYo? Is it Persona 5 Royal, Atlas, P-Studios? <coughs> Bless you. Is it Wasteland 3 from InXile Entertainment slash Coach Media? Uh, Cartier, isn't it funny how I didn't... I'm sorry. I didn't say so many of the second words, but for Coach, I add media. Fuck Coach Media. I don't know why that <laughs> happened in my brain. Uh, or is it Yakuza Like a Dragon? Ryu Ga Gotoku Studio slash Sega. That's why I never say the name of the studio. I always say fucking the people making Yakuza. Yakuza Team. Yep. Team Yakuza. Okay, best role-playing game. Well, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So I know who you're going to pick. Oh, do, do you? So I guess I'm going to go Genshin Impact. Whoa. What do you think I'm going to go? Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon? Yeah, it's part of the family. It's part of the family. Yeah, let's do it. Unless you're not going to, then don't do no, it. No, I was 100% going okay. to. But um, I could see Final Fantasy VII taking it, but the other thing I almost thought about doing was Persona 5 Royal. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. I just felt it. Best action adventure game. Me first, Cartier. Is it Assassin's Creed Valhalla from Ubisoft? Is it Ghosts of Tsushima from Sucker Punch? Sony. Is it Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Insomniac Games, Sony. Is it Ori and the Will of the Wisps from Moon Studios slash Xbox Game Studios? Is it Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn slash EA? Or is it The Last of Us Part 2, Naughty Dog, Sony? Did Fallen Order really come out this year? Yeah, beginning. Really? Oh, oh no, or it came December last year. So it's gonna get the Game Awards fucking snub. It's lucky it got nominated. Tough. I wonder what last year's fucking crop looked like though. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost Tsushima, Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ori, Star Wars. So if I went with my full heart, which I'm not trying to do, Cartier, I just end up on it a lot. My full heart is <coughs> is Ori, but what do I actually think is gonna win? It's like, do you really think you're going to fucking scoop in here with fucking Miles Morales and win? Because you might. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go last of us. I will choose I, I will choose the last of us, part two. Hmm. So, I think 
I'm gonna. I'm gonna go uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Best action game, Cartier. Is it Doom Eternal from id, Bethesda? Is it Hades from Supergiant Games? Is it Half-Life Alex from Valve? Is it Neo 2 from Team Ninja? Or is it Streets of Rage 4.emu? .emu? I don't know. Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, Streets of Rage 4. Me? No, it is on me, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Streets of Rage 4. Ooh. I'm going to go Half-Life Alex. Ooh. The VR play. Best VR slash AR. Uh, is it Dreams from Me Molecule, Sony? Is it Half-Life Alex from Valve? Is it Marvel's Iron Man VR from Camouflage slash Sony? Is it Star Wars Squadrons from Motive Studios slash EA? Or is it The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Skydance Interactive? This one's me first. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Double Down on Half-Life Alex? Dreams, Cartier. <laughs> what a twist. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go Half-Life Alex. All right, I thought you might go Star Wars. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Half-Life, I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Innovation and accessibility. Um, I wish we had the reasons for the different things. Maybe we can figure it out, though. But it's for the different disability options for sorted things. Uh, is it... Assassin's Creed Valhalla from Ubisoft, Grounded from Obsidian, Hyperdot from Tribe Games, The Last of Us Part 2 from Naughty Dog, Watch Dogs Legion from Ubisoft. Which, for the innovation in accessibility, it's like the colorblind settings, among a million other things. I think for Grounded, it's the spider thing. They can make, you can change the size of the spiders, mm-hmm. or change how horrifying they are, I think. So I think I'm gonna have to go with um, Hyperdot. Whoa, I don't know what that is, Cartier. Me neither. Dang. Dang. No way. I'm gonna go Last of Us. That's a big play, Cartier. I thought you were going Last of Us. But I did. Best community support Apex Legends. Respawn slash EA. Ooh. They made it. Destiny 2 from Bungie. Fall Guys, Mediatonic slash Devolver. Fortnite from Epic Games. No Man's Sky from Hello Games. Or Valorant from Riot Games. This is me first, best community support. You know, I gotta go Fall Guys. I did it. I'm going No Man's Sky. Oh, dang! <laughs> we just had that big update. It's true. If I didn't go Apex, you can't go with your heart always. We know this. Yeah. Best mobile game presented by LG Wing, powered by Qualcomm Snapdragon. Is it Among Us? Is it Call of Duty Mobile? Is it Genshin Impact? Is it Legends of Runeterra? Is it Pokemon Cafe Mix? Ooh, 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 ooh. Pokemon made it on there. 
It's true. <laughs> hmm. See you. What yeah. to do? Um, I'm gonna go Among Us. For sure, here too. Among Us. I'm gonna go Genshin Impact. I would have gone Among Us. We can pick the same thing too. Oh wait, I just wrote down the opposite letters. That's the shady shit, Cartier. Give you my answer, me your answer. Uh, I was gonna go. Yeah, we can pick the same thing. I just like, but with only two of us in those unknown predictor. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> Cartier will see the predictions before the awards happens, and I think if you want, I can even read them at the end of this episode. I'm pretty sure there's an envelope in my mailbox. I just have to open it. Unknown predictor, obviously from parts unknown, so there's no return address, obviously. Yeah. But uh, at the end of this podcast, you will hear the third person's predictions. So there won't be any questionable tactics. Um, I forget why I brought that up, but oh, anyways, yeah. So with only two of us here, though, I'm just like, um, might as well pick my second most likely option then. I think Among Us takes best mobile game. If they don't, it's because fucking what? What happened? Yeah. Among Us. Best indie game, Cartier. Is it Carry On from Phobia Game Studio? Is it Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Mediatonic slash Devolver? Is it Hades from Supergiant Games? Is it Splunky 2 from Mossmouth? Or is it Spiritfarer from Thunder Lotus Games? Oh, is this me? This is you. This is me. Yep. Definitely not with my heart. I just think it's going to win because of the hype recently, and that's Hades. I'm going to go fall, guys. Hell yeah, Cartier. Best ongoing, Cartier, you're first. Is it Apex Legends from Respawn? Is it Destiny 2 from Bungie? Is it Call of Duty Warzone from Infinity Ward Activision? Is it Epic Games Baby Fortnite? Or is it No Man's Sky from Hello Games? Apex, Destiny, Call of Duty, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. I have to go No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. I'm going to have to go from Respawn slash Electronic Arts Apex Legends. <laughs> Games for Impact, Cartier. Games that had some sort of impact. Is it If Found? From Dreamfield slash Annapurna. Is it Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition from Cardboard Computer slash Annapurna? Is it Spirit Fair from Thunder Lotus Games? Is it Tell Me Why from Don't Nod slash Xbox Game Studio? Is it Through the Darkest Times, Point Bucket Games? I'm first, aren't I? Yeah. Kentucky Route Zero... Uh, because it's got... Um, because I'm honestly not that familiar. I don't want to give the Don't Nod game it just because the Don't Nod, I don't even know how... No, I shouldn't talk this all through, I guess, but... I will say, it's because I know Kentucky Route Zero has a following. 
I know it's like existed for a while. I'm like maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Um, tell me why. Yeah. See, I haven't heard one thing or another about Tell Me Why, Cartier. Tell me why. Tell me why. Best performance, Cartier. You are first. Is it Ashley Johnson as Ellie, The Last of Us Part 2? Is it Laura Bailey as Abby, The Last of Us Part 2? Is it Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai, Ghost of Tsushima? Is it Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades? Or is it Naji Jeter as Miles Morales, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales? Um, I'm going to go Dosuke. Nice. Um, I'm going to go... What? No, let's go for the spoilers. Let's go for Logan Cunningham as Hades. Why not? Best audio design, sir. Is it Doom Eternal? Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, The Last of Us Part 2. Best audio design. What am I thinking? I'm going to go Half-Life Alex. Doom, Half-Life, Ghost, Resident Evil 3, Last of Us Part 2. Mm, I'm going to go Ghosts. Best score and music. Doom Eternal from Mick Gordon. You know I'm going to say all these names. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nobuo, Nobuo Uematsu. Masahe oh, why did I try? <clears throat> Hades, Darren Korb. And others for the Final Fantasy VII one. Let me tell you. Hades, Darren Korb. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Gareth Co- Coker? Cocker. The Last of Us Part Two. Gustavo Santuala. Damn it, Cartier. I should have never tried all those names. Macuela. Best, thank you. Best score in music. <laughs> is it Doom, Final Fantasy VII, Hades, Ori, Last of Us Part Two? I am first this time, right? No, you're first. I'm first. I am going to go... I'm going to go uh, Final Fantasy. Oh, nice. Nicholas Cartier says Final Fantasy. I'm going to go... Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. The Wisps. The Wisps. Best Art Direction. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghosts of Tsushima. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. 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 The Last of Us. Wisps. Wisps. The Last of Us Part Two. Tell me why ain't nothing but a fucking thing. Tell me why. Double down on Ori, unless this is the third time I've picked Ori for something. In which case, triple down. Um, I'm going to go... I'll go with The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I haven't picked them yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sony for best art direction? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. No, they fucking, of course. <laughs> Those fucking hippies. There's only like three left. All right. Best narrative. Is it... Thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim, from George Kamatani. Uh, oh, this is the people that actually wrote it. Interesting. Final Fantasy VII Remake, from Nojima, Toriyama, Awaki, and Hirano. 
is it Ghost of Tsushima by Ryan Albi Downs and Lemos? Is it Hades by Greg Kasavin? Is it The Last of Us Part 2, Neil Druckmann, Holly Grass, Holly Gross, Holly Gross, fuck. Gross. Holly Gross. I'm gonna go... Am I gonna go ghosts again? I'm gonna go ghosts. 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 Uh, now would be the time to tr- quadruple down on like Hades. <laughs> uh, go Hades. Best game direction: Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of Sh- Tsushima, Hades, Half Life Alex, The Last of Us Part Two. See, like you're at a you're at a crossroads right now. It's mm-hmm. like, do you double 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 down on Hades or you double 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 down on Half Life? Right. I think we've both given a little bit to Last of Us, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the other thing. I'm like, mm. no, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to fucking Last of Us. I'm gonna give it to Final Fantasy. Nice. And finally, Cartier, you have to choose first for game, or you get to choose first for game of the year. Is it Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo? Is it Doom Eternal? It's software, but that's tough. Is it Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix? Ghosts of Tsushima, Sony International Studios, something like that. Hades. I don't got that in front of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Is it Hades? Fucking. Greg Kasavin. Super Giant Games. Or is it The Last of Us Part 2? Animal Crossing, Doom, Final Fantasy 7, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I'm gonna go Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. And I'm gonna put a pin in it because I got something to say after you pick. Okay, okay, okay. And I am going to say... Last of Us Part (laughs) 2. What is your pin, my friend? I'm taking the pin out. Okay. It came out in a world that needed it the most. (laughs) Yeah. It did beyond expectations for uh, something that was already popular. Yeah. Brought people together when they couldn't be together, Cartier. It's a reason for Jeff to cry. I mean, It's a reason for Isabel and Nick to show up. Respectfully. Thoughts after now that we're done predicting Cartier? Yeah, it's so fucking crazy that Jedi Fallen Order's on one of them. <laughs> that is that is pretty crazy, yeah, yeah. It's fucking late in the day, well on your way kind of situation. Must have came out late last year. Well, Cartier, I guess that leads us to seemingly the longest reigning, longest running, episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming Podcast history this week in gaming, The Twig. Mr. Cartier, what have you been playing this week in <coughs> gaming? Well, first of all, this week in gaming is brought to you by a new segment. New segment. What's a new segment? So, 
So, before I get into the new segment, I do want to say, like, the only things I played this week in gaming were I played um, quite a bit of Among Us, just because, like, you know, ho- holiday time, easiest thing to play, you know? Sure, sure. And then I did play a little bit, oh, uh, don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I was going to move but, um, I did play a little bit of a uh, Pokemon, and I uh, I challenged Anthony, locked eyes with him, challenged him to a battle. Okay. And like I did it before because he got a switch and he's been playing before when he was playing his stuff was like level like you know like nineteen, so I used like some whatevers. Right, right. I beat him, but uh, <laughs> so he finally beat the E four. So I'm like, all right, man, like come at me with what you got because like he's got a friend in whatever state, wherever. Mm-hmm. Connecticut, possibly, mm-hmm. and uh, that friend's been like giving him shit, giving him like Pokemon special Pokemon. So like he has he has some Pokemon that are like cool, and like you know like he's got a couple like legendaries and shit that that like he wouldn't have like normally uh-huh. in the game, and uh, yeah no I was just I want him to come at me with everything and he <laughs> didn't come at me with everything and it was disappointing because uh... I used my safe ally against him, but then I also played against Rocco. And I won. <laughs> How was that? It was good. Did he come at you with everything? He came at me pretty hard, but like not as hard as like he has been known to. Uh, he tempered it. But I did get to use my Sableye finally, so... This week in Sabling. But, uh... Sableye. So I played a little Pokemon, played a little Among Us, but pretty much this segment... I've been thinking of a name for this segment because like the segment is never going to pop up again. Unless it well. does. Because this segment is called... Full circle. Okay. And in this segment, in this special episode of Full Circle, mm-hmm. pretty much what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain something that comes comes to full circle. Okay. See, this is the thing that we can actually use if like things pan, you know, like if things pan out. Okay. In the podcast, you know, like the outlandish things we say. I'm ready. And then like Tony Hawk comes out. True, true. Skateboard, you know. <laughs> Pokemon on the Switch. And uh, are you beginning the circle? Or are you about to finish a circle all over? Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the story of this full circle. Oh, okay. I'm about to tell the story. I'm of this ready. Full I'm ready for this. All right. So, pretty much in uh, back back in 1999. Okay. <laughs> there was this uh, self-proclaimed psychic, and his name was Uri Geller. And uh, when uh. You know, he's he pretty much was like making his own like he, he has his own name, you know. Like he's a he's a magician. He's a he's a psychic. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that bends spoons. Okay. With his mind. That's his thing. That's his gimmick. That's his stick. That's a good stick. So in uh nineteen ninety nine he uh tried to sue Nintendo for eight hundred eighty six dollars. All right. That's the exact number. Claiming that Kadabra was based after him, and he didn't want his likeliness used Does he as a Pokemon. Okay. So there has been this ban of Kadabras on Pokemon cards. He hasn't showed up in the anime, like, in, like, pretty much, like, when, Just when, have, when, have, when have you ever seen a Kadabra? Just Kadabra? Like, since, like, the first season. Because, like, the first season, like, he they had him in, um... Was it Sabrina? Right, Sabrina's got a cadaver. But he's got the spoons. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he bends the spoon. So, uh, pretty much he said that, uh, cadaver's design was, like, a satanic, um, representation of him because he thinks they look alike, which 
I don't know if they actually. Yeah, look what's up. your opinion? Do they look alike? So I can show you a picture of them actually. I just don't want to derail you. No, it's fine. Okay. You're yelling. Like, if they, let's see if this man has any kind of argument. You know, going for him. So pretty much. Wow, you know, he's self-conscious about his nose. <laughs> I think that that's the first thing I immediately noticed when you show me a picture of them next to each other. If he thinks they look alike, he's like, because the nose. I'm like, oh, he's like, and the spoons. <laughs> like, what? But, uh, Stop holding spoons in pictures. So, pretty much, <laughs> since, since 2003, you haven't seen a Kadabra Pokemon card. He hasn't been in the anime, you know. He Kadabra just like has not been you know because because of this lawsuit Kadabra sure. just hasn't been represented That's at weird. all, and this led to like cards such as like Abra, you know having like the ability to fully evolve into an Alakazam on a Pokemon card. Interesting. Okay. Or just like straight up Alakazam cards that are like basic, because like you know <laughs> wow. the, the the bypass. Mm-hmm. But uh, twenty three hours ago, Yuri Geller. He uh, gave gave Nintendo permission to use Kadabra cards again. Um, specifically on cards? On uh, on pretty much cards. He said it's pretty much after 20 years, this illusionist magician has given Nintendo permission once again to use like Kadabra. Wow, that's big shit. And it's crazy. His uh his tweets, his tweet was, "I am truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago, kids and grown ups." I'm releasing the ban, and now it's up to Nintendo to bring back Dabra as a Pokemon card. It'll probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love all. Much energy. Mm-hmm. So, because his moves will be so cost expensive for well, so energy. my 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 thing behind it is uh, that, that that is the full circle. Oh, no, that's great. That that is a full circle. I enjoy but it. that leads me to believe that Pokemon cards have been kind of like a craze lately. You know. Okay. Yeah, I hear like street cards and streamers and streamers and everything. You know, spending Popping like packs. Bun- bunch of money. You know, like they what was it? Someone bought that Charizard like the, recently for like. Oh yeah. I think it was like one hundred like fifty something grand or whatever. People are opening packs live too. I hear baseball cards are doing really well. Yeah. Isn't that weird that baseball cards are doing well in twenty twenty? Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know much about collectibles. No. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. But crazy. Uh, did it, did he do this because he saw an article about Pokemon cards and was like, wow. Or is this his plan? Did he look into the future, Dan, is what I'm saying. Did he look into the future and foresee this happening? <laughs> Could he have stopped the pandemic Maybe. this week in gaming? This week in gaming. But it's not really. Dan, what did you play this week in gaming? Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you like that segment? Uh, that was a great segment. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That's a little history. I didn't know where you were going because I, I was like, you might be fucking with me. <laughs> Once you're talking about the bending of the spoons, I'm like, whoa, where are we going? Cartier, I played many things this week. I really enjoyed that segment also. Um, what the fuck? Cartier, I, since, I think it's been two or three weeks since we talked. Something like that. Yeah. I have begun and finished... I've kind of dove back into three games. Uh, but I began and finished one. Let me tell you a little story. It was Tearaway from Media Molecule, um, the makers of Dreams, maker of a little big planet. Essentially, you know what I played? I didn't, I didn't know this. I got this at the beginning of the pandemic. 
I ordered a bunch of used games via the mail from a GameStop. You're welcome, GameStop. Try not to die. That was 10 months ago. Pat myself on the back. And uh, <laughs> so Tearaway's in there. It was one of those gems of Media Molecule I'd never played. Uh, didn't know if it was a, a valuable gem or a terrible gem. Uh, when I first dove into it, I had I want to tell you what I first thought, and then I took a long pause and what I thought after going back to it. Very different things. But essentially, Tearaway is this criteria. So it's a thing of a 3D platformer in the style of Yoshi's Crafted World or Paper Mario or a 3D origami world. You know what I mean? Paper craft heavy, very stylized, you know, brought to you by Sony. And essentially, what this game is is what Astrobot is for the PS5, which is, hey, we've got some new shit on this controller, and we also have a studio specifically working to make a game, a shorter experience that highlights this 100%. I think Astrobot's probably a little shorter, even though people said it's longer. It's probably definitely shorter than Tearaway, but Tearaway is a weird game. When you first start, you're like... You're you. You're a character called the you. You're holding the controller, and they recognize that you are not the character, the 3D papercraft moving on the screen. That person is called the messenger. The you is you, and you are essentially God. Uh, you control the controller and the beginning. I think it's like, it's that, you know that thing in games where it's like, we have five things to teach you. It's like, first we teach you this. Boop, boop, boop. They start from such ground one, from such a ground level, that you cannot jump. There's no button to jump, and you're essentially moving the 3D character around with the joystick, and then uh, with the triggers and the motion sensor light, you are shining the light into the game, and it's like dark, and you know, like it kills monsters, and it makes flowers grow. In the beginning, Cartier, so this is when I first played it, and I barely got out of the first area. I was like, ugh. Like, I don't hate motion controls and shit like that, but, like, oh, no, and I couldn't jump. Very off-putting, Cartier. <laughs> and even when I played a little more of it, uh, and it's like, oh, you can jump in certain areas because it'll be, a, like, there'll be, like, drums, and you can't jump with the person, but you control the drum with the pad. <laughs> so it's like, hit the pad. It's like, have you seen the pad? It's new. Uh, this game launched for the PS4. Tearaway, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so you can half jump. I think I did that the first time. It was just very unappealing. I'm like, Ugh. I really like the style. I love the fucking medium. I'm here for the medium molecule weird storytelling. They're doing this thing where there's two narrators and they're like, this is my story. Uh, but it's also like just very playful. Eventually you can jump, right? And you realize that uh, the light thing is not that important because eventually you get into daylight and then you, you know, you're you learning your other little weird papercraft powers and just like yeah, that, oh, that, that was just a check mark on their list that was right, like right. it can do this yeah and I thought it was going to be real short and they, they show you a little map of how many chapters there are and it's six and then as you unlock it and I'm like oh and when I got to the end of chapter six I'm like you know what man this was just like to you underestimate how much of it, I love kids games I play kids games all day but some are like so for kids that it's like so talk about like po- Pokemon being spoon fed to you it's like no when I finished like the first six chapters even though it gotten good in like the last three I'm like oh not like real challenging but more interesting more fusion of all the different like powers combining 
uh, but I believed it was over, and that was one-fourth of the way through the game. <laughs> so if, if it had finished there, which it makes it seem like it's going to, like, arc-wise, too, and then, like, the other narrator takes over, I believe. Uh, if it had been there, I'd been like, that is, I'm like, I would have been like, I love this game. Seriously, I would be like, I love this game, and I'm going to save it to give to a child to play. Because, like, this is, like, a really good, weird, like, abstract kids game. Like, a young me would have loved to play this, but it's a little too young for me. Mm-hmm. Like, there just was less challenge. I kind of just finished it to see how far it would go. But, no, there's four more sets of six or something like that. And, no, Cartier, it gets so fucking good. I still do think that that's either the longest tutorial in the world, or it's that thing where, when you're a kid, you can only get so far in a game and maybe they wanted that period to be longer maybe they wanted to feel like because it's really like pretty fucking simple in the first little bit yeah but the four worlds that come after that stylistically change so much uh it's so good this is where I'm gonna actually dig into my love of it Cartier because secretly Tearaway is fucking very good it's a very good game the fucking motion shit I hated in the beginning when I was like 15 hours in I'm like ah it's my gun. <laughs> like, when I'm riding on this fucking pig in this weird section and it's rampaging through the fucking, like, weird papercraft fence posts, like, making pig squeals, I'm like, I'm shooting the enemies with this light. I'm like, ah, I have a fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, things started to make a little more sense and started to, like, uh, fuse better. So everything started to meld better, all the different controls. Uh... Because everything, like, the, the... Everything I didn't like, like, the jumping only with the drum and shit, but, like, when all those things are happening, and it's, like, the only way to make the pig jump when you're fucking running or whatever. Cartier, this game, I slept on it. I didn't realize how good it was going to be. Things of note in this game. Uh, there's a point deep in where you control the wind with the pad. Not that deep in, but it's, like, one of your powers is just, like... Whoo- and that's like solving puzzles, it's making things unroll, it's making things tilt a certain way, but eventually you can build a, this is what's deep, you build a paper aircraft, like a paper airplane, and you control the wind. So you can now fly. And like the open worlds have gotten far bigger at this point, like uh, there's this thing where it's when you first get the airplane, it's like fly over the ocean to get to the lighthouse, I'm like... Tearaway, I slept on you so fucking hard in the beginning. I was about to be like, this is a kid. Oh, oh it's a cute game. but it's like, That's why I wanted to talk like that at the beginning. Because, no. Foolish as fuck. It's definitely, like, still a kid's game, for the record. But, uh, way better than I, <laughs> than I thought it was about to be. And longer, admittedly longer. Uh, Papercraft Snow Yetis. I'm just trying to throw out things because I'm probably never going to talk about Tearaway again. Fully customizable fucking everything. Cartier, I hadn't even begun to talk about pe- fucking Tearaway. There's all these different things. Not only is almost everything customizable, but there's all these different challenges, side quests, squirrels from people, from citizens, and they're like, hey, my my eye, I got bit I got bit by an alligator. My eye is swollen. Can you, like, make it normal? And then you can, like, size down that eye because I haven't even talked to you about the fucking crafting yet, which you can also get rid of that eye and create... Or pick a different eye from, like, the custom eye sets. Or, more ridiculous, you can just craft it, which is taking the PS4 controller, and they give you pretty much a setup where it's like... It's like if you were sitting at a desk with an X-Acto knife and card and um, different colors of construction paper. 
you can draw anything on the pad and it's going to make basic shapes and you can layer those on top of each other, make them bigger and smaller. And there's all these different challenges where it's like, make a snowflake. And then those snowflakes are everywhere in the world where it's like, we need an emblem. And then like, you put the emblem that goes on the flag that is everywhere in the world. And you can do it with like, moving GIFs you capture with the photo mode because you have a fucking little papercraft camera. So you can take a picture, like, they, they they automatically give you one. It's like, hey, here's an animated gif we just made of you riding that pig when you hit the jump. And it's like, jump on the pig. Uh, but I can obnoxiously put that onto every snowflake or every butterfly's wing, and it's just too... And just, if, I'm like, how can I make this game crash? <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of the fucking repeating loops. Cartier... All the different challenges, I thought it was going to be bad. I took it for granted, and I stopped trying as much. But honestly, no. Like, the fact that, like, the sheriff's smile is the smile that you made. Some things you have to do by hand, you know what I mean? So it's like, make half a butterfly wing, and then all the butterflies in the game are going to look like that. Uh, it's so good. It's like, make the what, draw what you think the scarecrow is going to look like. Fucking, that was the best thing I did, and I accidentally, like, fucked it up, like, ten times and sent, like, one little piece at the end, you take your craft, and you put it in an envelope, and you send it away. Terry White, Cartier, it's a paper craft fucking nightmare, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it gets weirdly dark at times. There's definitely, like, a little ghost world with, like, shitty fucking, like... I would say it's, like, shitty scary, but, like... I also know that no matter how bad they are, Fucking jump scares are just like, that's why people hate them, because they fuck with some, they're just like, it doesn't matter how poorly they're designed, like, a jump scare is a jump scare to some people, yeah. and there's like, <laughs> like, ten just like, ah, and like, some are like, ah, we didn't really scare you, but some are like, they're really trying to, none of them are scary, but they're all sudden as fuck, in the creepiest part of the game. Did any of that make sense I just said? Does Tearaway sound like a game you understand what you do? So ask it, me something. Is it is it first person or third is it, person? It's third person. It's like a third person platformer picture, like a, I guess yeah, not like Mario Odyssey. Way less movement options, but perspective wise. So it's like three D paper. Yeah, so that's the thing that separated from like think of all the papercraft games. Like this one's three D, but obviously the paper. It's funny because the paper itself is two D sometimes. You know, <laughs> shit, but. That's so funny. I can't even think about this stuff. But it is a 3D platformer. Like, I've, I've been listening to you. I've been trying to imagine this game in my head, and I'm just, like, wild. So, it's, like, because it's, like, origami, man. You know what I mean? And, in fact, uh, think about origami for a second. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, about it. What are you thinking? I, I know. I'm thinking about origami. I'm thinking about different origami papers, different uh, origami... Cranes that people make, not like the machinery, but like the bird. Thinking about like cats. Okay, I'm back. Cats and sweaters. So I just want to show you the cover of Tearaway, so you could see that like there is depth because it's like origami depth. I know that my head is literally an envelope if you folded it in half but kept a bubble end and like stapled one end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like things have depth when there are depth. Like the squirrel is if you 3D printed a paper squirrel. You know what I mean? But uh, it's real cute. I really enjoyed it, and it was. I said the shit about the beginning because I'm like, it's a really good game if you push, if you like trust them to that they're really slowly giving you the mechanics. Because what I thought was the whole first world, or what I thought was the whole game, like the six chapters, was 
six chapters of tutorials and how to even mix the powers and like making sure you can do two things at once <laughs> things of that nature so that's that's my story on that cartoon hope that made sense it did okay sounds like you love it I was rambling about it well it's just like it's always hard when I haven't talked about it at all yet I'm like here's everything from my brain like, this is what I think it's like when you sit back and you're just like so here, here's the thing yeah. Everything else I've already talked about, so hopefully it'll be a little bit easier. I did, side note, I witnessed bug snacks. I witnessed um, D'Angelo Martin on his PlayStation 5 using his dual sense controller <laughs> playing bug snacks. And it looked good. Um, I didn't hate it. But this is what else I tried, Cartier. Finally got someone to play Untitled Goose Game Ooh. co op with me. It was Olivia. Guess what? Way more fun two player. <laughs> Olivia's like, I can't even believe this was one player. I'm like, yeah. Like you it's just harder. I'm like, honestly, that's the biggest thing is it makes it this makes it a little easier. I still I say a little easier, but I would say that overall single player on Tell Goose game is just one of those I'm sorry, we're out of time. It's just one of those hard hard fucking indie physics games, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. not, it's a stealth game. It's not even a physics game, but it makes me think of fucking like <laughs> Obnoxiously hard, just for whatever reason. I've been uh, I've been trying to download it for the Game Pass because I want to play it with Phoenix. Yeah, oh man, it's yeah, sure, and just sit there and honk. He'd probably love it. Like mm-hmm. one button honks. One, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, that's actually a really good idea, Cartier. Bonding. Uh, the other things I've been playing, I was playing Tearaway because when Olivia's around, I can't play Kingdom Hearts three. And I started playing Kingdom Hearts 3 after we talked about it two weeks ago. Oof. Before I talk about anything, we've talked about Kingdom Hearts 3 when I first started playing it. Yeah. This is me jumping back into it. We talked about it a little bit last episode. So to follow up from last episode, my first question card here is, do you mean Tangled? Or were you at the Frozen World? Or were you at the Tangled World? No, I was at the Frozen World. See, I made it to the Pirates of the Caribbean. I never beat that world. That is as far as I've made it. Cartier. You are so far? Like, do you played over half that game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just how we had talked about it before, and because I didn't know the order of the worlds, Yeah. I was like, oh, he's in the first four worlds, without a doubt. You're like, I'm in the last four worlds. Yeah. It was probably like 15, 16? I played a bunch of it. Well, if I can guess how... So did you unlock all three areas of space of the gummy ship? Mm, I'm not sure. I just got the second one. I just got where it's like Misty Starway or something like that. Um, let me remember when I... Okay, so... It, but this is the order, if I remember correctly. When I hopped back in, it was Toy Story. And the only things that had already been unlocked were uh, Twilight Town, which doesn't really count, and the first world, which is Olympus. Um, so... Wow, let me think. What, oh, yeah. I'm at Monsters now. I did Tangled... I did... What's before Tangled? I think there's another one in between there. Tour Story something Tangled, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm at the Monsters now. Yeah. I haven't had to play in a few days. Mm-hmm. But, the re- but yeah. I beat Tearaway, though, just because I just couldn't, I couldn't play Kingdom Hearts. And then I needed another game that I could play <laughs> when Olivia was around. So I'm like, ah, what's left? What's left, Cartier? Oh wait, Kingdom Hearts three thoughts. Uh, I've never seen Tangled. <laughs> uh, have you seen it? The movie Tangled. Yeah, I've seen the movie Tangled. It looks like it's. I'm sure the iguana's cute. 
and I'm sure the dog, or the dog, the horse seems like a dog. Yeah, no, it's a good horse. <laughs> so that's pretty good. It's a good horse. Um, but oh, the uh, intriguing though. I did, I did like that boss battle versus him. In uh, Tangled. Mm-hmm. Oh, facing the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No spoilers. And it's like a year later. <laughs> but yeah, the Tangled boss battle was enjoyable. Um. Oh, one thing, no, one thing totally worth mentioning, and this is something I'll also talk about when I talk about Shenmue 3 for a little bit, which is, hopping back in, I'm always like, Ugh. you're so in the flow with battle systems, and Kingdom Hearts, I just, when I started playing 3, I just played so much Kingdom Hearts, I was definitely playing on Proud, so I hop back in, and I'm like, oh, fuck. For a second, I was getting my ass whooped in Toy Story, kind of because they want you to fight the mechs with mechs, but you don't have to. But not knowing this, not remembering how to do everything, mm-hmm. tough fighting them. Yeah, I think I yeah. kind of do myself, but eventually I got it. Because I was like, do I restart this and just not play on Proud? Because I know there's harder difficulties too, and I was told Proud wasn't that bad on this one. But mostly it's because I played three fucking 182 hours of Kingdom Hearts games at this point, and I'm just like, fucking kill me with it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it. It's like only going to matter in the last three fights. I know this. Nomura knows this. Square Enix knows this. <laughs> like, it's gonna be hard the whole time, but it's like, it, it's gonna be, like, fucking me up for the last two so, battles. So, yeah. without, without getting too spoilery, I do have a question for you. Yes. Alright, so, Toy Story level. Mm-hmm. How did you like the that that level inside of a level? Oh, go ahead and tell me. I think it's okay if you tell uh, me. The, the video level. game? Oh, yeah. Dude, let's talk about that whole... <laughs> Talk about how that was supposed to be Final Fantasy 15, and was it still gonna be a mech fighting game if it was Final Fantasy 15? Because it still looks like Noctis. It's not Noctis's name. Mm-hmm. Um, so weird. Like you should have got your shit together, Square Enix. Like <laughs> people are gonna look back at this game years later, and they will, because it's fucking Donald Duck and Goofy are fucking in it. Like they will look back at it, uh, and they're gonna be like, "Wait, isn't Final Fantasy 15 also Square Enix?" And be like. <laughs> Father? And I'll be like, yes. I'll <laughs> be like, well, why did they not just put actual... Fa-? I'm like, I don't remember the specifics. They just fucking shit the bed on that one. Fuck, like, why? Like, clearly Namor or whoever wrote it to be fucking Final Fantasy XV. But the actual mech fighting was fun. Yeah. And I think the actual game... Do you remember the name of the game? No. <laughs> Neither do I. Sla- slaughter something. Vex and... Fuck. No, Vex and actually someone. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, not great. Um, I weird, weird side note. Toy Story ends, and it kind of seems like they're gonna come with you. And everything in my body that's played all the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> knows that they're gonna stay on their world. But like, they really did you get that or no? They kind of uh, have a speech where they're like, "Well, I guess we'll come with you." And then they they didn't, and then be like, "Ah, we'll be in your hearts." Cause, cause it's like, what are you doing next? And it's like a fight. Like, ah, I guess we can't come for that. Like, why couldn't you fucking come for that? You just said you were gonna come. <laughs> Anyways, Woody and Buzz not not down for a fight. Yeah. Uh, but I did like that level. Um, I really like the Tangled World. Truly, it was cool. Um, like the festival area was cool. The dancing. I almost forgot there was the dancing section. Oh yeah, that. I forgot about that. Ooh, oh boy, do a flip. <laughs> Um, I've pretty much given up on finding Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse emblems in the wild, like, but, uh, it's cool. I just started Monsters, 
Um, but it feels good to be doing, like, I definitely am back to understand, I'm like fully in it, know what I need to synthesize, know what I need to find. Cause that's really what you fucking, it's like, what? That leads to Shenmue 3, my friend. <laughs> Where I left off in Shenmue 3 was what I would call the second half of the game. You're in a bayou village, which is a very small village in the mountains, um, for the first half. Having not finished Shenmue, but almost thinking I'm at the end right now, I do think that was about the halfway point. Uh, it's the first little open world area you get to explore. It's tough where I was. Where I left myself, I fucked myself over. I've done this with like Shenmue 2 before, which is like in the middle of shit, and you might have to restart. I didn't restart, but I was at the beginning of the second city, which seems like it should be a good starting place, but... I'd done some things. What I really didn't fucking know was there's how the leveling up in Shenmue 3 works is based off of endurance training to get your health and endurance up, and then uh, mastering different moves that you learn from people from and from scrolls, specific kung fu moves from different disciplines. They all have ten levels. As you master them, your actual strength goes up. Those are the only two things that affect your fighting. Strength and endurance. Your endurance, you know, is only your health. And it's silly to even make it seem like it's a stamina-based system. It's not. Yeah. So I was maxed out and had to find more scrolls. And like that was a rough place to jump back into. Because it's just like, what? The Shenmue 3 sets of things that you have to trade into the pawn shop. It's like six items to this pawn shop gets you this one scroll... And you think it's easy getting those six items, and there's 40 of them, and none of the, that's 40, not even counting the capsule sets from the ga- the gacha machines. <coughs> and then I found out that there's a secret little stuffed animal duck in every single stall and store in this city, and that every time you find it in the store, they give you a card for the store. And that those cards are also sets to be traded into the pawn shop. Cartera, I'm like, I need to get some fucking moves. Uh... Moral of the story. The system's very overbearing. Trying to remember the Shenmue fighting system because it's all stiff and old. I'm glad they call it. it, You know, it's Virtua Fighter based. It's like if it had kept going, we'd be the Shenmue 3 apparently. If there had been gaps. Also kind of tough to hop back into because I'm not like an old school fighting game guy so it never comes naturally back to me, the Shenmue. Even though I've played a bunch of Shenmue, it never comes naturally back to me. It's much more like a weird... It's weird to say disciplined. It's like disciplined. It's like choosing your spots more than in most fighting games. Uh, or in less obvious ways. Or more subtle ways. It's like actually caring about spacing. You know what I mean? Like actually caring about them whiffing. Fucking... And the fact that it's like five button combinations. Even though there's hotkeys and shortcuts kind of in this one. But like some of the be- The one... I can tell you the... Now that I'm back in the swing of things. Because that's what sucked about getting my ass whipped card here. Hopping back in and getting my ass whipped in Shenmue, I was like, when I left, I I was like, thought I was OP, thought I had the fucking meta of the game down, and was afraid there would be no pushback on the fighting, and then I like, came back, I'm like, I don't remember how to fight. <laughs> Sucks. Because <laughs> the one thing I'd done in the new town was like, gone to the first fucking dojo and beaten everyone, so it's like, that's who I have to spar with, is the ninth level guy, I'm like, whoop my ass bar. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm trying to remember how to fight. I can tell you, for instance, on, like, these... Some are only two buttons, uh, but, like, three, four, five button combos. The one that I go to 
is I think it's like a weird four strike combination, and it's X circle circle triangle is something I <laughs> is one of the like when I find openings off the top of my head, whatever weird combination that is in Shenmue three. That's something I've been going to since I've been back in the swing of it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's hard to jump back into games, but that's pretty much what I've been doing all pandemic. Finishing Judgment, finishing Final Fantasy fifteen. I restarted that one. I did restart, but trying to finish Kingdom Hearts three, trying to finish Shenmue three. And I'm feeling it with Shenmue once again. I'm feeling it with Kingdom Hearts also, but I'm about to finish Shenmue after this fucking podcast. <laughs> right before... And I have some side notes. I'm sorry, I was just trying to talk about all the tough shit, but I have some side notes that have happened in Shenmue. But I'm at the point in Shenmue 3 where it's like, once we leave to do this, it's, you know, it's fucking done, dude. Alright, so get your shit in order. That part of the video game. So it makes me think it's the end. Because I do not think there's another city to go to. I do think there's a lot of cutscenes coming. And it could be a few hours, maybe. Uh, and quick time events are coming. But... I want to talk about some of the things I do really like in Shenmue 3 real quick, Kirchie. And this is how we'll probably finish up. If anyone's still listening to these ramblings. And it's this, Kirchie. I do like... Like I said, there's a stuffed animal hidden in every stall and shop in uh, Niawu. Which is the second city in Shenmue 3. I like that, I honestly, it's it's a lot. The cities are always a lot, and the maps are always not super helpful in Shenmue. But I like, now that I've ran around so much, I like how many stores there are, I like how many different stores there are. Like, there's an actual music store that's got, like, an obnoxious, like, un-American fucking work in there with long hair. It's like, yeah, fucking... And the only reason you would need instruments in this game is for some of the sets, some of the pawn shop sets to get, like, the specific moves, like the drums, is something I might buy... But probably not because I'm at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, there's like, there was a shop. I was like, man, I'm taking for granted how many weird, quirky shops. There was one that was like Queen of Hats, and it was just hats. You can't make Rio wear a hat. You can finally change his clothes in this game. I'm uh, been wearing weird like shirts, or I unlocked a weird, obnoxious silver and red jacket. But. uh they only need, you fucking barely need, you need the hat for one or two weird side things, and there's just a store with a hat, and she's got fucking, because she lives in that world still, and more importantly than anything, she's someone that you can ask, and if something happens on that street corner, or something near, something she would know about, because she goes to this casino at night, you know what I mean? That's where Shenmue fucking really, uh, really starts hitting Cartier, you know what I mean? Like, it's just always a well-developed world. I don't love this city. I don't love it as much as the second one, or I still think that uh, Rio's neighborhood is, like, probably my favorite area. I'm not saying it's the best, it's just my favorite area. It's, like, the first half of the first game, like, as you slowly explore that thing, once you have all of it, um, you know, once you find, like, the sailors in the bar that's not on the map, and you're like, what the fuck? Not on the map. <laughs> Shenmue 3 does have some of those moments where I'm like, uh, I still feel it. I still feel, I still feel the heart in it. There's weird fucking, all the weird martial artists, masters in this game have been, like, pretty good. Uh, the fishermen you meet at the end I really liked. I would say they're all great. I would say they're not all great, but some of them are really great. I love the fishermen, uh, who's at this point been the last one to to help me. He's gonna help me boat over to an old castle for a final fight potentially. 
um, I I hit the money block where like get five thousand dollars for whatever weird Shenmue reason we want you to get too much money for. That was not that fun. <laughs> but the final thing I gotta talk about, you know, is the jobs in three Cartier in the second city are fishing, which is fine. Chopping wood, which is cool. I think chopping wood in this game is brilliant. I want to use it in a way where you and Kyle face each other in a chopping wood competition. I was thinking about that the other day. Shenmue wood chopping is brilliant. Uh, where if you get a few perfects in a row, fucking a song plays in the background. That abruptly stops when you fuck up. Uh, no, no. The job I want to talk about, Cartier, is the fucking forklift job. When, oh. when Rio sees a sign that's like, help wanted forklift, you want to know what he says? He's like... Yeah. Job with a motherfucking forklift. No, he's like, he, he's like, oh, a forklift job. I'm like, yes, we're going to that. And they reward you for going to the forklift job because you don't have to. I actually never turned fish in for money in this game. It'll probably end like that. Uh, but I did go to the forklift guy, and it was an obnoxious little course. No races or anything, just like the regular job stuff, taking it from the ship to the warehouse. But after you do the first day, or maybe once you hit the quota first, I don't know, it's unexpectedly the large man that gives you the forklift job for the day is like hey you like martial arts right everyone says and I think it's because you're Japanese in China I don't know but maybe it's because you look strong I don't know it's kind of fucked up I'm like stop why is everyone saying there's a fucking I'm sorry tangent there's a martial arts store where he's like hey you look like you're into martial arts he's like Rio's like oh yeah he's like really I was just fucking saying that trying to start a conversation I'm like why does everyone (laughs) think I'm into martial arts. The guy who gives you the forklift job, he's like, you look like you're fucking into martial arts. And you're like, yeah. He's like, meet me on the motherfucking pier at five o'clock. I'm gonna show you something. (laughs) And he gives you like, very not kung fu, very not stance, this wind up uppercut. It's like the big uppercut too. Uh, But it's so good. And when he's like, do you want to see that again? And you're like, yeah. You don't get the option. Rio's just like, yeah, I want to see it again. He goes to do it a second time, but he comedically falls off the pier. I'm like, how Shenmue does Masters is the best thing in the game. The best thing in the series, honestly. From from your dad counting... Not not counting Landy. <laughs> but from, from your dad to the people in the first city to all the memorable ones in two, including um, the female one, which three seems to be like... With being able to call home, it seems like, hey, what girlfriend do you want to make canon for Rio? And they won't let me call the 5 to 10 years older than you, 30-something female master that's like a badass. Like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of female martial artists. Why can't I call her? I can call the fucking girlfriend from one. And this, and Joy from two, Cartier. The calls to the old people. There's only eight people you can call. Joy is one of them. And even though Nozomi from the first game seems like your girlfriend. Yeah, we're talking about this. The conversation with Joy is so awkward that I'm like, oh, this is your girlfriend. I'm like, it's so weird right now. And I just wanted to get vengeance for his father this week in gaming. You're so close. Cartier. Can you taste it? I'm at the very end, though. Uh, Yeah, I can taste it for sure. The funniest thing, Cartier, and this is what we can end the podcast on for real, is I was like... Now that we're not in the village, you kind of lose going to Shenhua, who is 
the main girl you're with in this game. You're with her at the end of two, and she's... You see her in the beginning of the first game saying the prophecy uh, about you. Shenhua, you have these great conversations with her. It's the best part of the first half of the game, I'd say, because it's her house, it's where you're staying, and at night you guys eat dinner and you have weird conversations. There's so many of them. I'm like, oh, sick. You kind of get that when you're in the hotel in the in the city, but you definitely lose out on some great Shenhua things. Um, and I bring this up... To, I was thinking about something else and I got distracted. I'm like, ah, oh, so many great... There's so many great Shenhua things. But when I jump back in, I'm like, ah. She said something mystical that I don't remember. And I think it's that she can talk to animals. Like, she said something... <laughs> she finally revealed something supernatural. that I remember when it happened, I'm like, whoa, that was the best moment in the game. But Hopping Bandit, I don't quite remember. <laughs> it's not something she talks about all the time. I think she can communicate with animals. Um... But the Shenhua conversations have been great. And uh, when you run into Ren from the second game and you tell Shenhua about it because you're like kind of friends with him. You don't know why he's here. He wants the treasure. But uh, it was shown he has a heart of gold in the second game. I want to say that. But things are kind of weird in the third game. But he is a thief. And Shenhua's like, oh, so is he one of your friends? Ryo's like, No. It's like, I kind of keep my guard up around him. It's like, oh, he's a is he a bad guy? Rio's answer is, well, yeah, he's a bad guy. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's fucking my favorite line in this whole game. Because uh, you think that you can just fucking sit back and laugh at Shenmue. Like, oh, shit. Like, it doesn't understand. Like, it's all translation funniness. Why people are like, uh, oh, <laughs> do, you, do you know where Blossom Road is? It's like, can't say I did. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, yes, we can sit and laugh at that all day, but there is some real fucking humor in Shenmue. Like, Yu Suzuki knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Sega gets behind Shenmue 4. I'd like to thank for everyone, everyone listening to this podcast today, uh, Great Lakes Gaming, uh, myself and Nicholas Cartier, come here one to four times a month and give you sweet, casual gaming information. Uh, Cartier, do you know where the people at home could find more of this, uh, different things that we've created, um, maybe even some sort of... Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, like I said uh, like I said earlier, you guys can find us on Spotify, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Pod, what is it, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Castro. Podbean. Podbean. Most most places you can find podcasts, you can probably find us. We have a uh, we have a Twitter. It's uh, what is it? At Litmitten. At at Litman Media. Litman Media. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and then, uh, Media. We have a uh, we have a YouTube. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, Fall Guy videos of us. Uh, we bring, do. breaking down the crown. Assorted videos on there. Look into it if you're into video games. That's a thing you might be into. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com backslash L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. And uh, that's pretty much it. It's the whole thing, Cartier. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming. Overall. Thank you for listening, everyone else. Um, you have any final words? I guess uh, final words would be uh, make it a great day or not. The choice is...
Todd Howard.